and welcome to another episode of the Sales is Easy podcast. Today, I'm so excited about what I'm talking to you about because it's 10 things that you can implement today to make more sales in your business. Yes, you're going to go away from this episode with ideas, things, tangible, practical tips on making more sales in your business today. This is pretty much the number one thing that I get asked. And here's the thing um, that I think we all need to consider, right? Is yes, there there is certainly some stuff that we can do right now to get an influx of cash in our business. I believe that you have the capabilities to make sales today if you're doing the right things in the right way. But I also think it's really important that you should have a longer term strategy of how you are going to make sales. What's that going to look like in 2024? Um, And so whilst this episode is all about the here and now, I want you to also know as my friends and valued listeners that it's really, really important that you are looking at the bigger picture here, the five-year strategy, next year's strategy, and um, your overall sales strategy in your business as well. Um, Which segues me, I wasn't actually going to mention this, I didn't plan to mention it, but here we are on this um, Sales is Easy podcast. And look, I'm going to sell to you because on the 5th of December, I am hosting a sales and strategy day with Lisa Johnson in London, where we are literally going to do this. We're going to plan out your sales strategy and your business strategy for 2024. So I will put the link to that in the show notes. um, Because if you're sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, I want to firefight now, I want to get the sales in now. But also I need that bigger picture, that bigger strategy, then that is going to be the perfect event for you. Anyway, I digress. That's not what this podcast is about whatsoever. This podcast is about the here and now and 10 things that we can do straight away to get you making more sales in your business. Okay, so my first bit of advice is you really want to be understanding your customers' wants and needs. Um, What problems do they have? Now, this is something that obviously you have probably done before when you've looked at your ideal client profile and things like that. But ultimately, it's something that we need to be working on all of the time. Like I am always, always asking potential customers and current customers questions to really get inside their minds. Because the more we know about why they bought, what made them come over the line, what they want to see next, the more we understand their biggest problems, what they struggle with, the more we're going to be able to sell to them further down the line. So this ideal client profile is a work in progress. It's something you always need to be thinking about. Um, And by asking your current clients questions all the time, you are going to be able to create products or services going forward that really serve their biggest problems. And that's what we want to be doing as salespeople. 
We want to be creating products and services that are absolute no-brainers for our ideal client. We want them literally be like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need. And for you to be like, I know it's what you need because I've listened really carefully. When was the last time that you asked your um, community what it was they wanted to see more of, what they enjoyed? Um, you know, do you ask every single customer where they found out about you? Do you ask questions about what their biggest problems are, what they're struggling with at the moment, what they're struggling with in this particular climate? The more we can work to be understanding our ideal client, the better. So that is number one. Number two is all about your messaging. And you know, I will harp on about this for as long as I live because it it's so important. And do you know what? Actually, I was um, brainstorming some different podcast episodes that I could do. And I had a look back at my recent podcast episodes that I have done and what has been really popular. And the number, my number one, top performing podcast is called how to make more sales and that's sort of a lesson back to me in how clear messaging is just the best that podcast episode has done so well because of the messaging it's the reason i changed the name of this podcast it's the reason i changed the name of my facebook group because messaging is everything and I'm constantly calling out my ideal client and their biggest problems and you should too. So how can you sharpen the messaging? Um, you know, if people aren't buying, and I was saying this to a client yesterday, some, uh, she was saying to me, I keep on getting the objection, it's too expensive, it's too expensive. She's launching at the moment and everyone's saying it's too expensive. Now, I don't believe that that is the objection I think people use it's too expensive, I don't have the money, I don't have the time, as a, a common objection because it's easy. But actually what somebody is saying when they say I don't have the money is, you haven't made it important enough for me to spend the money on it. You haven't made it important enough for me to spend that amount of money on it. And again, it comes down to the messaging. Why do I need this product? What's it going to do for me? What transformation am I gonna see? How's it gonna speed up my everyday life? How's it gonna change my status? How's it gonna make me feel? All of those things are going to pull the customer over the line. So your messaging has to be crystal clear. So if you are struggling to sell one of your product or services, go back and look at the messaging. Is it clear? Number three, your funnel. You want to make buying from you as easy as possible. So if someone signs up to your Facebook group, if someone follows you, if somebody is um, signing up to your freebie, is it really clear what the obvious next steps are? You know, when I go onto your website, is it clear in the banner how I can take action? Whether that's booking a call, sending a message, buy now. We've got to make buying from us as easy as we possibly can. So when we get those people into our audience at the top, what are we funneling them into? And how can we make that really, really clear? We want to make buying from us 
as easy as we possibly can. Number four, community. Now, people love this sense of being a part of something. And obviously, I talk about community a lot. I've, bought, I've built this um, Sales is Easy community on the podcast, um, in my Facebook group. And community is a massive part of this business. But actually, community has been a massive part of all of my businesses because I've recognized really early on that that is what is important. People want to feel as though they're a part of something. So when I ran the theater school, it was a massive community. Phonics with Robot Reg, even though that was much bigger and we had the franchisees, it was a huge community. People felt like they were part of something. So how can you make your community feel like they're on this journey with you, feel like they're part of it, feel like you're growing and they're growing and we're all growing together. Once people feel like they are a part of your gang, they're going to be more compelled to buy. So creating that sense of community or encouraging that sense of community is a really, really good idea. Number five. Now, this is a bit of a weird one for me. Um, you wouldn't usually maybe hear me talking about this, but I think it's very important, particularly in this sort of cost of living crisis that I don't want to say we find ourselves in because I actually don't find myself in it. I feel that people are using it as an excuse, are using it as a cop out. And some people are being indoctrinated by the media and the fact that they are telling us that there's a cost of living crisis. But anyhow, whatever the weather, the current climate, I think one thing I'm seeing with a lot of my clients that has worked is adding a variety of payment plans in. So it might be that somebody really wants to work with you, but they don't have the cash flow to pay in full or pay in two or whatever it is that you have on offer. I think the more manageable you can make those payments, the better. Um, even if that's just because in their mind, they're worried about the financial climate and things like that. Um, we know that cash flow is a killer for businesses. And so they might want to work with you. They might know that that money is coming into their business. They may even have that money in their business, but they don't want to, to bank on spending that all out right now. So giving people the option to spread it out over longer term payments, I think is a really, really good idea. And in my last launch, when I introduced introduced longer term payments, I did see my sales go up massively. So I had to share that one with you because if anything is working for me, then it's absolutely going to work for, well, I say it's absolutely going to work for you. It's absolutely worth a try. Um, can't guarantee anything. Well, we'll get to guaranteeing things in a moment. But before we do, what number am I up to? Um, six, two, three, four, five, six. Yes, six. Now, if you have followed me for a while, you will know this about me, my friends. I do not enjoy a discount. I might do an extended payment plan, but I do not enjoy a discount. In fact, I, I rarely ever discount anything. 
what I do love doing is adding value. So if you buy before a certain time, you get this thrown in. If you buy after 24 hours of our discovery call, you'll get this as well. Um, I like to do in-person days as as bonuses um, and added value. I like to do one-to-ones, some time with me, little pods, things like that. Things that aren't generally available to buy, I think are great as added value. And sometimes adding that value in can make it a real no-brainer for people. So particularly if I sell something like my membership which is always for sale but let's say in November if you work with me um, if you buy into my membership I'm going to give you a one-to-one to plan out your sales strategy for 2024 that makes it a no-brainer for people because actually that one-to-one time is worth the same as um, the membership would be so how can you add value to your product or service so that it's an absolute no-brainer. That's what I'm always striving to do. That's what I'm always striving to do. Striving to make my offers no-brainers. And just think about where you have this in your life as well. Um, I was telling this story the other day. Um, I was wanting to book Disney for 2024 and it was in May last year, I think it was, um, that they said, if you book now, you will get free food package for you and your family in Disney. I knew I was going to book. I didn't know when I was going to book it, but they made it a no brainer for me to book there and then. Now, had they not have made that into a no-brainer, who knows, further down the line, I might have looked at a different holiday, I might have looked at different options. So it was in their best interest to lock me in at that point. Um, and I, because I go through my life looking at these sales situations that I get into, I notice what works well and I think about how I can bring that into my business. Um, how can you bring it into yours? How can you make your products or service no-brainers? Something that someone goes, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm going to do that. That's an amazing offer. That's an amazing opportunity. Okay, next one, number seven, pricing audits. Often we have maybe launched something and launched something and launched something and it's the same price. It's been the same price forever. Does the price need to go up? Now, that's an odd one, isn't it? That's an odd thing to say. Does the price need to go up for you to make more sales? But here's the thing. I see this happen all of the time. If things are too cheap, the perceived value is so much less. I see this with my clients. You know, they're offering the most amazing things but actually they are charging so little for them that the potential buyer is thinking, oh, it's probably not that great if it's only that much money. So have an audit of your pricing and make sure that it is reflecting what the customer is getting. Because if you are finding that you're not making sales of certain products and you're thinking, oh my gosh, that's such a good deal. It's an absolute bargain. Why aren't I selling more of them? 
the pricing might be just the problem, just the reason that you're not making more sales. Okay, the next one, moving on. I think I, I think I said that was seven. Have I got more than 10 here, honestly? I've got 11, I've got 11. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, um, I'm gonna put 10 and 11 together. They go well together. So they're together. So that means this is number eight, number eight. Um, streamline your services. Are you one of those businesses that just has a million different ways that I can work with you? I was auditing one of my clients' um, businesses this week and this was her exact problem. On her pay, on her um, sort of everything page, she had so many different offers that were not that dissimilar in price and not that dissimilar in terms of ideal client. So when she was nurturing people in the DMs, she's then selling them this link to all of her services. And she was finding that people weren't then translating into sales. And when she showed me the page, I could see why they wouldn't be because the page was so overwhelming in terms of what services were on offer. And don't get me wrong, like loads of them looked really good, but some of them were very similar price points and, and for similar people. So I think that as a potential client, I would have looked at that page and just thought, oh my gosh, this is mind blowing. I don't know which one is for me. Um, now this particular client didn't do discovery calls. That wasn't um, something that she offered because she doesn't have enough time. And so we spoke about nurturing each of her um, potential clients in her DMs, which is something that she or her virtual assistant could do to find out a little bit more about what they needed so that she could point them in the right direction. But also my recommend, like that's the short term thing that you can do, but also my recommendation is to streamline your services. I always talk about how success leaves clues success leaves clues. And if you look at people who are leading this industry um, in the online space, I, I think they always have a really compact suite of offerings. They don't have anything that competes with another product that they've got. They don't have any confusing things going on. That's something that I have noticed from my own research. So just have a look at your suite of offerings and see if you have that. Okay, number nine is like one of my favorite things at the moment. I'm talking about this all of the time. And that is a risk reversal. A risk reversal. So you might have heard me when I talk about the Sales Academy, I guarantee that people will have five consistent clients at the end of the Academy. That's my risk reversal. I'm trying to, um, take the pressure off the client and also show the client that I am in the boat with them. I want this to work as much as they want it to work. It's important for me, especially as a sales expert, that it does work. So I want the client to know that. And that's what I think um, works really well with a risk reversal. So it could be a money back guarantee. It could be um, a guarantee that you will get X result. 
Um, you don't have to do a money back guarantee. So my guarantee is that I will continue to work with you until you get that result. But I think risk reversals are absolutely great and take the pressure off the customer, like I said, but also make them feel like you're going to be working really hard as well, which is super important. Okay, the last thing, which is sort of two things that I put together because I think 10 sounds better than 11. I feel like 11 would be not as good as 10. Who knows? It's just a number. Anyway, ultimately, we know that if we are going to make more sales in our business, we have to have more conversations. If we take it to a very basic level, conversations equals sales. So how many conversations have you had today? How many conversations with the intention of selling have you had today? I went back and checked my stats on this. I've had 24 conversations with the intention of selling. This is a habit that I have developed over the last two years and I'm doing this on a daily basis. And I cannot tell you the results that I am having because of it. So get yourself into conversations every single day. So the way that we are gonna do that is the, is the other bit of this, is up your marketing activity in order to have those conversations. So maybe that's sending out emails, maybe that's posts on different social media um, content, maybe that's sending out letters in the post, maybe that's flyers, maybe that's posters. Um, I have got 50 ways to make more leads, which I will drop into the show notes. If you're sitting here thinking, I can't think of what more marketing activity I can do, then that 50 ways to make more leads is a really great place to start. I've got it up on my office wall and I often look for ideas for myself and for clients when I'm in sessions as well. So what or how can you up your marketing activity so that you are getting into conversations every single day in order to make more sales. That's it, guys. That's my top 10 tips, sort of 10 and a half, 11. You, you decide. You get to decide. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you do any of the ideas that I've given you, of course you will. You'll go away and you'll implement them all. But make sure you tell me, come into my Facebook group, Sales is Easy If You Just Know How, or drop me an email, charlie at charliedaysales.co.uk. Tell me what you've done and what the results are because I so desperately am rooting for you and I want you to make the sales that I know you're capable of. Until next time, guys, I'll see you then.